America Heilman. This is our show, number three, your recordings about the pandemic. Welcome. It's Thursday the 26th of March and there's been a message flying around online all week urging us to step out of our doorways, uh, into our gardens, onto our balconies or lean out the window to clap for our carers at 8pm tonight to show our appreciation for those working and supporting those that that need it um, throughout this lockdown period. So we'll see what our road can can muster up in support for, for those on the front line. I had a guy reach out to me about four days ago uh, and offer me some drugs for free just to give him a ride, and uh, and I was tempted. I'm not going to lie to you. I was tempted. Uh, and I'm sitting out here isolated by myself, and this is how my disease works on me. Well, there ain't nobody will ever know. You could do it just once, and it'll be okay. You won't, you won't do it. You can handle it now. That's, that's the kind of things that goes on inside my head when I get tempted. And before this isolation and this crisis occurred, I would be able to go to a meeting. I would be able to go to a friend's house or, or whatever and talk to them about it. And now I have to find ways to stay connected with God and through prayer and meditation. And if I need somebody, I have to call or I use a Zoom meeting. But it's different. I have now gone out to our family summer house in the archipelago um, on an island outside Stockholm. The day before I left, I learned that the lady who owns the ship that I'm living on, or the boat that I'm living on, most likely have contracted the virus. And uh, Stockholm is in a pretty bad state. There are a lot of people infected. And um, I had had a sore throat for a couple of days before when I learned this. I don't know if I might have gotten it from her. Yeah. So anyway, I figured I, was, I wasn't sick because I had been two days without having any symptoms. And I figured it was safe enough to um, take the bus out here. While I was on the bus, I started to feel my throat getting sore. But I kept to myself and I hope that I'm not sick and I hope I didn't endanger anyone else. But I felt really bad about that. Yeah, this is day one of 14, I guess. Uh, I try to focus on how beautiful it is outside here. With spring just coming in. Are you there? Yeah. We're getting to be pros at this. Yeah, right. What are you, what are we nope. doing with this? I don't know, but when I got you this microphone, I never foresaw that we would both be basically stuck in our houses running away oh, from that's... coronavirus. I know it's scary as hell. I mean, given that you're not going to the funeral, you're not going to Benji's. What was your right. logic behind going to get your nails done? Oh, that was before I got smart. I have another appointment in two weeks, and if things are bad, I'll just cancel. I highly doubt things are going to be much different in two weeks. So I won't go, but I'm I'm going to go stir crazy by then. 
Yeah, I already am. I'm so I'm only three <laughs> days in. Wait, was that a dry cough right there? Are you sure you're okay? I cough all the time. What do you mean? How do you know I that's not cough. a bad, How do you know because that's not a bad cough? it's what I always have. I cough up. I had. I don't have the cilia, you know, in my to bring up mucus and stuff. <laughs> See, I have that, and um, I'm clear. Trying to get my cat to come over from the other side of the room to give me a COVID lockdown cuddle. Existimos aqui, será que se destina? Pois quando tu me deixa rosa pequenina, me queres um homem lindo que se acaso assina do menino. I'm not in isolation. I can leave the house for nine hours a day to work and earn as much money as I'd like, capped to what my boss deigns to pay me, sadly. My wife's job has ground to a halt, with no idea whether the company will still exist at the other side of this. And yet, our government has announced that they will pay up to 80% of the basic wages of employees that are laid off because of the fuckery. Capital T, capital F. And I'd quite like that. But my boss has decided that our company is essential, so I'm still dragging my ass out of bed at five every morning. And he's probably not wrong. I repair freight train wagons, which are going to be ever more important for running food and medical supplies around the country. I know there are people whose lives will be decimated by all of this. Let's see. Stay well. My name is Silvia and I am talking to you from Barcelona, Spain. Um, I share an apartment, a three-bedroom apartment with two other girls. And uh, we are all confined. The situation here is uh, most people are confined at home. They, it's compulsory to stay at home. There's police out in the street and you can get stopped and fined or even detained if you don't have a good reason to be in the street. <clears throat> I think I'm I think I've got the virus right now. Um I started noticing this thing uh Wednesday last week. So I am trying to stay at home with uh even more and knowing that if I go outside I might be contaminating stuff or other people. My parents are both alive. They live here in Barcelona as well, but I haven't seen them since last week or ten for ten days or so. They are okay, um, but they are really worried and really afraid. And uh, they get the news, and the news says that um, basically they are not going to treat. Uh, people who don't have a really good chance at surviving if they get this thing and they are really old so they know that if they get it uh, chances are they're not gonna make it through so it's 
it's being really hard for them. <clears throat> My father is also really stubborn and he insists on in going out at least a little bit every day. I, I mean, he, he looks for excuses like I need to go get bread, I need to go to the pharmacy and pick up some medicine. I mean, he knows and he... He shouldn't, but he can help himself, and I don't want to get mad at him because it's not the same to get mad at someone on the phone where you can you have to hold like finish the phone call and 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 not hug him afterwards. All right, here we go. We're all gonna sing. Happy birthday. One clean potato. Rock? Rock? Go rock. No rock. Jump. Whoa. just shown our appreciation to NHS staff and frontline workers by coming out into the street and clapping and cheering and shouting and beeping horns and whatnot. But I mean it's it's mind blowing really. You know, the last ten years of this government has stripped our NHS bear you know reports daily of staff having to go in and do their best with minimal equipment that kind of thing you don't want to get paranoid and plan for this kind of stuff but you know this is where governments need to be stepping in you know we don't need bumbling telly fodder you know we want people saying you know straight messages clear messages precise messages not farting about, wobbling gobs, do you know what I mean? Somebody wants some rubber gloves and a face mask or a ventilator or a bed. They're stuffed. It's fucking, makes you fucking angry, mate. We've been gone for such a long time that I Afraid to go home. A long road is a long drive down, and I 
imagination where In the show, you heard Elliot in Brooklyn and his mother, Roberta, who's outside of Chicago, Ryan in West Virginia, thanks to Kyle, Katie Haas in New York City, Carlos in Bethesda, Darren in the middle of the south coast of England, Greta in Los Angeles, Sylvia in Barcelona, Jessica in Minneapolis, Alicia and Liv in Los Angeles, Scott in Stratum, London, Karen on an island somewhere near Stockholm, Sarah and Hannah in Essex, Vermont, and Simone in San Francisco, who's singing now. The recordings you've been sending are incredible. They're funny, and they're sad, and they're angry, they're inventive. It's a huge privilege to listen to these recordings here in Vermont. Editing is a little like putting a puzzle together. You're trying to find pieces that fit with other pieces by the way that they sound, what they're about. I'm trying to find a place for all of the pieces, but I won't be able to. But whatever you did record and send, I sat here and listened to it, and I loved it. All of them. So keep sending your recordings, say your name and where you are at the top, and try to keep them pretty short, like under five minutes. And tell other people about it if you think they'd like to record something. For more information about this show, just go to my website, rumblestripvermont.com. Thank you so much to Samantha Brown at Transom for helping me organize all the recordings. It's hugely helpful. This is Erica Heilman. Thanks a lot for making these shows with me. Everyone's around right now and I'm still alone.